hot enough for you? As you just heard Sarah reading the forecast today and again tomorrow, the Humidex will be pushing 40. Heat warning continues. And this hot weather has been going on for a while now. Uh, We've talked about how unusual it is to have a heat warning this early in the summer. And, I mean, we had a heat warning or two in May. I woke up this morning, turned on the radio, listening to the start as I do every morning, Macklin, McGarry, and McNabb, and they had on global news weather specialist Drew Stremick talking about the month of May. The May, May, the month of May, the second hottest ever since 1872. Only 1977 was warmer in May. It was a hot one. Uh, According to some of the meteorologists from here in Winnipeg, May was the second warmest on record. Uh, Only 1977 has been a warmer May. Our mean temperature was around just about 18 degrees for the whole month. And uh, it was the 18th driest and the fourth most uh, 20 and 30 degree days since 1991 and 2018. So, uh, second warmest May on record around here. We've got a heat warning. We're going to check in a little later on at 11, 11.15 on the show today with um, Manitoba wildfires because wildfires certainly have been an issue across the country. I feel like we're going to start to see some problems here in Manitoba, so we'll get an update uh, from Kalen Hodder, Fire Ops Manager, Manitoba Wildfires, as I mentioned, at 11.15. Let's bring in my weather expert buddy, Bruce Johnson. Now, Bruce, good morning. Hey, good morning. Um, This really is another heat warning, and as we have been telling people this morning, we're going to see you know, humidity factors, it's going to feel like close to minus 40, minus 37, minus 38 today. And again, tomorrow I stuck my head out this morning. It's it's humid out there again. How long is this hot weather, hot and humid weather going to last around here? Well, the heat's going to gradually fade a little bit over the next few days, uh, but the humidity is going to be Friday. It's, it's going to be like a light switch. The front comes through, wind changes to the north, Saturday and Sunday mornings are going to be really cool and dry. Um, I mean, temperatures down around 12 in the morning because you won't have the humidity. You don't have the dew. You don't have a dew point of 20 and a temperature of 12. It can't happen. So that means the dew points to allow a temperature to get that low will have to be 12 or less. So we're going to have a lot lower dew points. So when it gets in the mid 20s during the day, it won't feel so hot because the humidity will be low. Mm-hmm. And we saw some. Um thunder shower activity on the weekend and i see that over the next uh, few days today tomorrow and wednesday at least we could see more of that and in some areas uh you know it can be a pretty good downpour in in isolated areas right think of it this way um i don't know if you ever paid much attention to orlando but you know they're notorious for having afternoon thunderstorms all summer long it'll be a hot day hot and humid Thunderstorm comes up, it, you get a, a shower, and then it's done. It does that day in and day out. Well, that's essentially what's happening here. We don't have any cold air around, which is good, because you don't have that conflict of air masses that causes severe weather. You can get some storms that get you know, kind of bad, but they're not really, you don't have the big, massive tornadoes and, and huge hail and stuff like that with this kind of a setup. 
it's very much like the Florida summers where you just have it gets hot enough, it, you get to the convection temperature, and bang, these things pop up, and then they die out in the evening, and then you're done, and then you do the same thing the next day. And we're in that pattern now, but we're going to be out of that pattern by Friday. So light switch goes on Friday. The weekend's going to be way less humid. Actually, cool yep. in the morning. You say, eh? Yeah, it'll be you know a great we have a great morning for for opening your windows and you know getting the you know air through the house because it's going to be cool. I'd I'd say probably Sunday morning will be the coolest. Is somewhere around twelve, maybe eleven or ten, depending. You know, you get in a low lying area. So that's that's pretty good. That's a lot nicer than twenty. Yeah. No kidding. Um, I, I just can't handle the humidity anymore. I, I don't yeah. mind the heat so much, but the humidity just kills me. Yeah, I know. In fact, yesterday, I know the Humidex, the highest I saw on an hourly basis was 39, but it could have hit 40 in between hours. It was horrible yesterday. Dew points were around 22 for a while. It's 19 right now, and that's no bargain. Mm-hmm. And whenever I see that lightning icon in the forecast, uh, I worry, and we're going to talk later on, as I've been saying with Manitoba wildfires, I worry when I see that lightning icon because, you know, that could start uh, some fires uh, in the province. We're not bad right now. We'll see what they say at 11.15 this morning, but I worry about that. Well, yeah, especially a dry thunderstorm, which there aren't too many of around here. Uh, if you get a good rain with a thunderstorm, that's going to help knock that problem down but if you mm-hmm. have dry lightning and that's very common in the mountains out west you get dry lightning and yeesh, it's horrible you don't that that definitely will start fires yeah rain has really helped the situation in nova scotia do you have any uh hot weather hacks i i found a good list after my show on friday that i included in my winnipeg sun column on saturday page two of, of the winnipeg sun on saturday Hal's headlines. I'm going to get to some of those in a second. Do you have any tricks out there to stay cool other than crank the AC and, and hug the AC unit? Well, go down to the basement where it's cooler, but uh, yeah. not a whole lot. It's not that mm. much you can do. Um, you can only take so many clothes off because I don't want to. <laughs> yes. I, I, I could be a comedian, but I don't want to be a comedian in that sense. <laughs> You're funny. Okay, Bruce. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, talk to you later. <laughs> My weather expert buddy, Bruce Johnson, there, uh, giving us uh, more than just weather information, I guess is a good way of putting it. I don't know, with uh, the humidity making it feel like 37 or 38 degrees today, I don't know how many people are going to be biking to work but it is bike to work day part of bike week and joining us now to talk about it bike winnipeg's mark coho mark good morning morning how i guess the key is hydrate right keep a bottle of water with you and all that sort of stuff yeah it's keep hydrated think about your routes maybe pick some shadier routes and just take your time yeah Mm-hmm. why is this week important why is this day bike to work day and this week bike week important you know, it's, it's, it's one thing to sort of get out and build the infrastructure, but we also have to get people active, really sort of encourage them, get them out to see what has been built, get them to, to have a, a feel and a, a bit of an experience on, on those roadways to see what it's like. Because often we find the perceptions are worse than the realities. So giving people that chance to get out on a day when they're going to be comfortable, when they know some of their, their workmates and their friends are going to be doing it as well, really just makes it a lot easier to be that introduction to, to, to riding. Will drivers of cars, vehicles, automobiles of all sorts 
and cyclists ever get along, do you think, Mark? I, 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 you know, I'm an optimist, but I totally believe so. And I would say as well that I think, you know, compared to where we were 10 years ago, we're much better off. I think we're, we're respecting each other a lot better, and we're aware of, you know, where, where we're expecting people to be as well. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, and I'm going to see if I have a time later on in the show to open up the phones on this and, and let people on both sides uh, vent a little bit about it. Uh, they read an interesting text message near the end of the start this morning, MacLink, McGeary, and McNabb did. Somebody saying, I got rid of my motorbike, I got rid of my bike because uh, the streets are just not in great shape. So it's not about bike paths and you know separate infrastructure to keep cars away from bikes, but this person said, you know what, the streets are just a mess, it's unsafe. I hadn't really thought about that before because I, I don't cycle, but that's a good point, isn't it? Well, you know, I'm sure whether you're walking, you're biking, or even if you're driving, we, we all kind of know that our, our roads aren't in the same shape they've been in. And I think it, it, it shows us that, you know, we've, we've, we haven't been putting enough into maintaining what we have. Uh, but certainly being aware of, of what's around there, you, you do need to be alert. But if you are alert, uh, you're going to be able to maintain, you know, your, your safety. We also practice, you know, one of the things we say is keep at least a meter away from the curb uh, to maintain maneuverability. So that if there is an obstruction, if there is a pothole, you can, you can push in towards the curb rather than away. Uh, and again, that's towards that being predictable. But certainly, you know, I think like like many Winnipeggers, we'd love to see more maintenance on the roads as well. Mm-hmm. When it comes to bike infrastructure, I think we here in Winnipeg are a lot further behind a lot of other cities in Canada, aren't we? We're somewhat middle of the road. Um, there's 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 certainly better. You know, when we think of uh, uh, Montreal, Vancouver, uh, Ottawa, but certainly, you know, Calgary and Edmonton, probably ahead of us, Regina probably behind us. Uh, but, you know, it's it's a matter of if we put those priorities a little higher, if we start thinking about uh, giving everyone access, um, we, we create uh, more vibrant communities because, you know, if you're, if you're walking, if you're biking, you're spending less on your transportation, you've got an ability to spend more in your local shops, you're probably also a bit more likely to, to shop locally, be that frequent, loyal customer that really I think businesses would like to see. Mm-hmm. Whenever we talk about uh, cycling, uh, this time of the year and, and, you know, during the rest of the year as well, we get people that say, hey, bike should be licensed, bike should be insured. In fact, I'll just read you one text message from Ken that just came in. How I do both. I cycle and I drive. Cyclists should be made to carry insurance. They should be licensed. If they collide with a vehicle, the owner of the vehicle uh, would have no recourse. Now, obviously, um, you know, I, I'm not, I, I'm not even sure insurance is the answer, but I do like the idea of licensing bikes. If for no other reason than if your bike gets stolen, there's a record of it and, and maybe you have a better chance of getting it back. Well, that's registration, you know, and I think certainly, um, we'd love to see a revamp of the city's registration system for bikes. We think really pushing something like a five, two, nine, uh, bike locker or the bike index, um, these things are, are, are national and international. Uh, they're available online, um, so they're they're much more searchable. Uh, you know, if you're thinking about buying a bike on Kijiji, you can you can take a look to see if it's something that 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 has been stolen or if it's legitimately uh, you know in the ownership of that person that that is selling it. 
uh, and, and really working with the city and with retailers to make sure that we're doing a better job of getting the registrations because the system we have really isn't getting the bikes registered. It's not getting them, bike, um, them back to their owners either. Mark, thanks for your time today. I appreciate it. Always, always a pleasure. Thanks, Sal. Mark Coho is the executive director of Bike Winnipeg. Ghostbusters Day, which is coming up on Saturday, and there's a special fundraiser on Saturday for Ghostbusters Day for the Children's Hospital Foundation. Brian Tycro joins us now from Winnipeg Ghostbusters. Brian, good morning. Hey, how you doing, Hal? I'm excellent. So you're one of Winnipeg's Ghostbusters. I am, I am. I've been tasked with the duty of uh, cleaning up the streets <laughs> and uh, making people smile. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, WinnipegGhostbusters.com if people want more orga- more information. Before I get to the event coming up on Saturday for Children's Hospital Foundation, just tell me a bit about Winnipeg Ghostbusters. How did that group begin? Absolutely. So uh, we started about uh, five, six years ago. Um, so basically, you find a group that shares the same passion um, for Ghostbusters and making people smile. You contact Sony Pictures. And uh, they make you an official Ghostbusters franchise. That's right. We're official. We have a certificate and everything. And the only mandate uh, to becoming a Ghostbusters franchise is using that time and energy to give back to your community. So that's what we do. We like to do charitable events, uh, normally focusing on kids uh, and that kind of stuff because, you know, the kids get smiles when they see us and the parents turn into kids when they see us. So, you know, it's a win-win. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and the cause uh, this Saturday, it's Ghostbusters Day on Saturday, the cause is Children's Hospital Foundation, one of my favorites, and it's happening yeah. at the Park Theater. You got it. Yeah, so we haven't really been able to do any really, really big events over the last few years, so we thought, you know what, Ghostbusters Day is coming up, let's gear up for the 40th anniversary next year, so let's have ourselves a 39th anniversary this year. Uh, so this, we've got... All the proceeds are going to uh, Children's Hospital Foundation of Manitoba. Anything we make at the door, anything we make at the silent auction, any money received is going to the Children's Hospital, and we are so excited for it. Uh, we're going to be showing both movies, both 1984 and the 1989, uh, and then we're going to have a real Ghostbusters cartoon in the middle to kind of palate cleanse, get everybody ready. <laughs> going to have some trivia going to have a special presentation oh we've got such an amazing day planned and anyone comes out is going to have a great time and many of the characters will be there as well or or you know probably local ghostbusters dressed up in character so here's here's the thing is a lot of people will come up to us and say hey what ghostbuster are you who are you being and the thing about it is winnipeg ghostbusters we're not dressing up as egon peter Ray, when you see us on our flight suits, it's got my name, Tycro. You know, we've got, we are the Ghostbusters. We are the ones who are going to spread joy. So, uh, you know, we're not playing any characters. Gotcha. We're playing, we, we are ourselves Ghostbusting, making those people smile. So, but, uh, you know, you say, will any characters be there? Well, one of the biggest characters is uh, the Ecto-1, the big uh, Ghostbusters car. And right. Six Pines, Haunted Attractions are going to be bringing out the Ecto-1, going to be parked inside of the uh, inside. I wish it was inside the Park Theater. It's going to be parked <laughs> outside the Park Theater. 
Yeah. Uh, and uh, you're going to be able to come get your picture with it. So pictures are free if you've got tickets uh, for the event. But $5 donation will get anybody a picture with the Ecto-1. And who doesn't want a picture with the Ecto-1? I want a picture yeah. with the Ecto-1. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. I can't believe it's been 39 years. Isn't that crazy? I know. I know. And then, um, you know, it's just been, it's just got staying power. I think it's just such a, it's got that perfect mix of comedy and horror that it just be able to draw everyone to, uh, you know, I remember I was two years old when somebody first showed it to me and now I'm 36. So, you know, 34 years of ghost busting for me. <laughs> wow. Uh, good for you guys for doing this uh, for a great cause. Children's Hospital Foundation really is a wonderful cause. It's one that I've tried to help out uh, as much as I can over the years. And so when I saw the cause, and, and I love the fact that you guys are, you consider yourself, you know, Winnipeg's Ghostbusters, I had to have you on to talk about this. How can people get tickets? Because uh, I know you're going to have a lot of people there on Saturday. Oh, yeah, it's going to be our ticket sales are, are looking really good. There are still tickets available. So you can either get it through our website, WinnipegGhostbusters.com, any of our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, but also just going to MyParkTheater.com, clicking on the calendar, going to June 10th. We're right there. You can get tickets that way as well. Cool. And now that, you know, we're through the pandemic or, or obviously the worst of it, uh, uh, pl more plans uh, for Winnipeg Ghostbusters to do a lot more in the community? Absolutely. You know, we've seen a really good uh, push this year. We've got a lot of great support um, that we found through, you know, getting the stuff for our silent auction and getting the prize and stuff. We've made a lot of really good contacts. And I think you're going to be seeing the Winnipeg Ghostbusters out and about a lot more now that it's uh, now that it's safe to do so. So you're going to see us all around the city. Excellent. Brian, thanks a lot for this, and have fun on Saturday. Hey, thanks so much, Al. Hopefully we see you there. All right, cool. Brian Tykro, one of the Winnipeg Ghostbusters, winnipeggghostbusters.com. It's Ghostbusters Day on Saturday. They are going to be at the Park Theater. The Ecto-1 is going to be there. It's all for Children's Hospital Foundation. As I said, uh, just a wonderful, wonderful cause.